Well, Will, we talked about it last episode. We sure did. It is time to for... stop. No, it's time to start playing the Mac again. Oh, yeah. That's what we've all been dreaming for, baby. Uh, we talked about it extensively last episode, kind of what matchups we were looking like for the uh, Sunbelt Mac Showdown Part 2. Mm-hmm. As of this afternoon, it is official. Toledo, Toledo will be playing apt state in the home center on february the 10th the rockets we have a good relationship with the rockets love the people from toledo yes app state loves the toledo rockets uh i'm will app state convoy i'm parker the app state cone enforcer so we got paired up with uh toledo is third in the mac right now as far as standings conference standings yes right they're number two in the mac though in net ranking right and so does it look like it was based on net ranking it was it looks like it was based solely on net ranking it looks like current conference standings were not taken into consideration okay and jmu got akron Akron, who's number who's the highest who's the the number one in in net and in conference for the mac got it okay which yeah because jmu right now i don't even know if they're still even second in the sunbelt conference standings right now i believe they are i think i checked this morning um, they they're, they're still losses. number one by net ranking right now. Um, we love but that, that could change this weekend. Yeah, they're tied for second overall in conference with Southern Miss and Troy. Okay. Um, and that Southern Miss team does have a head-to-head against them. Right. So I guess, I mean, if the season ended right now, I guess Southern Miss would be the two yeah. seed instead of JMU. Southern Miss low-key kind of good. Except for how they lost to Southern. Yeah, yeah, that's no good. But they've got the Troy win. They've got the JMU win. Right. They've helped us out a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, big ups. Thank you, Golden Eagles. Southern Miss. Thank you, homies from Hattiesburg. (laughs) Uh, We, I think we talked about this last episode too. Uh, The MAC Sunbelt Challenge is interesting because uh, both conferences are kind of terrible at basketball overall. Right. From a net perspective. Uh, I think both conferences have like one two three teams that are respectably ranked in the net and then after that it's kind of a wash yeah the mac has one and the sunbelt really has two akron sitting at 85 in the net sunbelt you got jmu at 62 app state you're at 73 right now right the big downside for us not drawing akron here is really this next upcoming game against jmu this weekend is our last opportunity for a Q1 win. Yep. No other program that we will face for the rest of the year will help us in the net ranking. No. No, and I don't think I don't think this is an area where like any school wins out and we play them like late February and they're Q1. No. I think cuz they're all playing that. each other. Yeah. They're just going to count as each other's Q3, yeah. Q4 wins. I mean, the average of all the schools in the MAC right now, you're you're looking at a 231.5 ranking. And the Sun Belt, it's 214.93. Good God. And the Sun Belt's just a little bit higher because they do have, you know, there's two programs now that are in the top 100. The next closest for the Sun Belt, I mean, Louisiana's at 125. You have Troy. That's the next closest? You have Troy at 152 in the net. And then Arky State's the only other school in the top 200 at 191. Oh, goodness. How Everybody low is else. low? How low is low? Is it Monroe? Uh, Monroe is the lowest by three spots. 
by three net positions. Coastal is right on their heels. Wow. What are what are those? Monroe is three twenty five in the net right now out of three sixty six. Oh. And Co- Coastal is at three twenty two, and somehow Southern's above both of them at three fifteen. Wow. Hey, shout out Southern. Shout out Southern. The, <laughs> the season turnarounds right here. I mean, the Mac side. They've got two schools worse than... They only have two schools in the 300s. Okay. But it's Eastern Michigan at 328, which is lower than ULM, and then Buffalo at an unbelievable 340. Wow. Do you think we were ever there in the Sun Belt? I I think if you go back and look at maybe those 2017... Like, I mean... Maybe like 2000... Like, I'm thinking like... I think 14 was the first year, right? 14, 15? Right. Yeah, we we were probably down there. You may be right. 2016, 2017. That may be the sweet spot. Just for like the complete mediocrity right there. Low. Yeah, it was funny when we were playing Coastal. I saw a little bit of us in them. You know, of of Jim Fox App State basketball. There were some individual players that had some talent. Overall, the team was just pitiful, <laughs> and I kind of felt a little sympathy for them because I was like, you know what? We've been there. That was us on that court, <laughs> running our hearts out, getting beat by 20, 30 points a game at home, even though they were on the road. Uh, right. I mean, you kind of feel it, bad. It, yeah. You see, you know, growth potential, perhaps. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> really just not much but pain. Yeah. They're uh, they're just bad. I think uh, TK High Country may have tweeted this, that, They've lost the last seven out of eight against us, which is no good for a rival. <laughs> yeah, that's bad business. That's, that doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it feels, it, I feel like that would have been closer. Like, I feel like there's been, maybe there's just been close games enough to where in hindsight, it feels like it was more evenly split, but no, uh, apparently we have kind of owned the program for the last four years, three years, I guess there was probably, I think probably some postseason in there a little bit. So, yeah, uh, playing Toledo, it's a situation where we don't have anything to gain. I mean, a, a win, of course, but it's not going to help us a lot. It's just another win in the win column, which is always welcome. Whereas Toledo, if they beat us on the road, that's a quad, that's a Q1 win for them, right? Yes, and it honestly, it would be much better for us if this was a road game at Toledo. Just... Yeah, um, to sweeten it a little bit. Right, road road games count a little bit more in the team playing on the road's favor in the right. net than it does playing at home. Now, I'm a little worried about this game. I do feel like um, not. it's not a huge Achilles heel for Kearns, but I do feel like he struggles against playing his teams for the first time. If we think about our non-conference record the last several years, usually it's 500, maybe a little above, a little below. Yeah. Usually these are teams we're not playing regularly. So that, my the bowling conclusion, green, green, the bowling yeah. green game comes to mind immediately. Yeah, that so, overtime heartbreaker. My my conclusion from that is the first time that Kearns and his staff has to have to study a program, they have trouble knowing what to study and putting into play. Hopefully, since you know, n- normally with those non-con games early in the year, you don't have a lot of tape. Yeah. Now that you know, you get what three full weeks to prepare to play them you've got their full season of tape available to you plus whatever they do in in the in-between now 
Um, but to answer a question earlier about how low it got for us, I, I went and oh, looked. Through the archives. I went through the archives. And this Somehow, is since the Sunbelt? This is Sun the Sunbelt era. Okay. The lowest we ever were, 2014-2015, the transition year. We finished 12-17, and 17, which doesn't sound that bad of a record. No, no. Final net, 293. Damn. By the, the skin of our teeth out of Which is 300s. crazy to me because the next lowest was the 16-17 year, which, if you don't remember fans at home, was particularly horrendous. <laughs> We were nine and twenty-one. Uh, we finished two seventy-eight. So we were. This is a bad year overall. 20, for... We were twenty spots higher that year. Yeah. But looking at it, what's neat? One spot below us in two seventy-nine is High Point, who's currently leading their conference right now. Wow, what a turnaround for yeah. both of us. There's four North Carolina schools right now leading their conference us. in men's basketball. App State's one of them. Man, High Point is another one. Can you name the other two? Chapel Hill. Yep, it's currently number three in the country, and Auburn's number eight, which is cool. Uh, other schools, other North Carolina schools. Wimp, Asheville. No, no, it's not Asheville. Who is it? Charlotte. Oh my God! <laughs> they are currently, <laughs> currently uh, leading the American right now. Did, yeah, they did have that big win over FAU, so that that probably boosted their confidence quite I a mean, bit. I mean, how nice would it be to have a built-in team and conference that was good like that? Oh, yeah. To just... I well, mean, it was JMU, and then they... Right. Lost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, like, always think of how cool it would be if we were in, like, a basketball-focused league. As, yeah. as cool as it is with how much the Sunbelt focuses on football, how much more special would it be if you, like, walked into every conference game and it meant something to everybody involved yeah like is it the is it the big south they have Furman, asheville charleston i think i'm mixing SoCon. The conferences that's so socon that's well that, socon's really strong asheville, in basketball. yeah socon is really strong in basketball the caa is very strong in basketball yeah. the colonials got Char- college charleston wilmington's in that one which if you've seen any of the clips from their student section this weekend it was crazy oh, the, the men's swim team was, was were they there no it was the one of like 20 rows like five sections deep all swag surfing oh it was it was an incredible amount of students wow. it was probably like you know at least you know a thousand twelve hundred whatever students that all all swag surfing a coordinated swag surf of that magnitude right at a school like Wilmington. that's a swag tsunami i feel like most places i go and they play swag surfing you're lucky if you get like i don't know like 30 yeah. people to like hey. yeah like they were hardcore leaning it was Man, crazy they were swag surfing baby they um were, they were soaking it, it's very confusing to like know who's in like the socon versus big south versus colonial these days because i feel like they've moved around a lot recently and there's stuff that you you would expect this team to be here but it's not like campbell yeah. was big south but now i'm pretty sure they're a colonial all of a sudden and, yeah and geographically they do seem to be pretty much in You'd the same region think like unc Asheville would would be a socon school with uh you know western and and try to make like a little rivalry there but yeah i'm pretty sure they're big south yeah they're big south yeah. um so let's you know stop talking about conference realignment yeah at yeah the power five level enough 
let's fix the craziness that is all of the North Carolina schools and the SOCON CAA and Big South. They all need to be together. Yeah. Talk about a mega conference. Well, there's just no reason why like that second tier of North Carolina schools shouldn't play each other. North Carolina should just have its own basketball conference. Greensboro, Asheville, Wilmington, Charleston, Campbell. There's no reason. And you're talking about uh, UNCG, not Greensboro College, correct? Not, not Division Three okay, Greensboro just College. That no. we both got scholarship offers to, which is a tale for another time. It is. And it, <laughs> and if you're at home thinking, wow, they got $2,000 scholarships. Don't even tell them no, what it was for. No. No, I won't. I won't. But, we'll tell it another time. Uh, but we did get scholarship offers. <laughs> fairly ridiculous ones. So it, it is, I guess now we're talking about net, it's crazy that we've come from 2016-17 just looking at where we were in that nine-win season to, you know, we're 200 spots yeah. higher in the net Let's ranking Let's see now. how far we've come. So if you are a fan of another Sunbelt school listening, ha! The Gold Room Podcast is proud to be sponsored by Cannabust at getcannabuzz.com slash TGR. Listeners can find a great selection of Delta 8 and Delta 9 products for 25% off. Cannabuzz offers lightning fast shipping and responsive customer service, as well as third-party lab results so you can feel confident and excited about using their products. Goldheads, be sure to visit getcannabuzz.com TGR or use code TGR at checkout for 25% off your purchase. We appreciate your support. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Goodness gracious. What was that? Did you hear that, Parker? I I did. Was that the announcement of a sponsor? I think that is the announcement of a new sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard correctly. Your AirPods are connected via Bluetooth correctly. Don't worry about it. We have a sponsor. And as, I suppose past, although it will be recurring, as recurring Comeboy just said, we are now sponsored by Cannabust, baby. We are sponsored by a uh, Delta 8, Delta 9 company. You heard the whole spiel. We're very excited to uh, to be announcing this. On our 69th episode, yes. too. Pure coincidence, it is the 69th episode. Uh, that was just pointed out to us a few hours ago. Um, I, I, I chalk it up to fate. The irony is not lost on us. Right. Right. I, I think it's kind of beautiful that way. It is, absolutely. Right? Life works in funny ways. Uh, so if you, uh, if you are ever too stressed watching at basketball games, boy, do I have a product for you. If you are struggling to fall asleep because you stay up at night thinking about at basketball games, boy, do we have a product for you. If you had a tough time watching us uh, lose to Old Dominion in football, boy, do I have a product for you. If you're looking for a way to sit back and get a little loose while watching an App State basketball game, boy, do we have a product for you. If you want a product... Boy, do I have a product for you. Cannabuzz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to check out uh, getcannabuzz.com backslash TGR. That's right. And don't be doing all that front slash bullshit. No, it's a backslash. Yeah, I mean, I, just take that damn, take that key off your keyboard. When, do, when is that used? 
When is that slash used? The front slash? What purpose does that have? I, I don't think I've ever in my life pushed that button intentionally. N- no. What is, what are the characters on at, that? It's the like straight up and down one, which is like even less. Well, that one I use to stylistically organize things. Yeah, like social right? media bios, maybe. But the, uh, yeah, the, 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 this, the, the forward, is that forward or back? This is forward slash. It's kind of like the less than greater than, like the alligator mouse. I always forget. Yeah. I have to Google it. Yeah. Anyways. Not, not that I forget how to do math, but uh, I do sometimes. So we're here to talk about app basketball. I uh, thought we were talking about getcannabuzz.com backslash TGR. <laughs> uh, I have a little cheat sheet here. Uh, 25% off using uh, code TGR or going to the link. Delta 8, Delta 9, uh, edibles, vapes, and more. Lab results, fast shaving, great customer service. Uh, important detail, adult signature required upon delivery. So because it is a Delta 9, Delta 9, Delta 8 product, once it shows up, you're going to sign. Yeah, sign it. No children. Right. Do an eight-year-old at, hey. Eight-year-old editor, editor, this is not for you. Yeah. Cancel, cancel the order. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not signing for him. No, I'm, pff, he needs to be working. Right. Or she, or they. I don't remember. I don't know if we've ever assigned gender to eight-year-old editor. It's fluid. Fluid. Look at <laughs> us being progressive. Child labor, but we respect pronouns. <laughs> Child labor from the heart. Hey, that's what the gold heads have come to expect from us, baby. Absolutely. Progressive to a fault. Also, <laughs> I'm also looking, if this gives you any sort of time perspective, back to our uh, growth and net ranking here. Yes. At the top of the page where I looked this up, uh, for the 2014-2015 men's season, which was our worst of the Sunbelt era. Mm. So uh, far. So far. <laughs> Do you know who the consensus player of the year was in college basketball that year? What year was this? It's the 2014-2015 season. So this oh, is this man. would be the year we graduated high school. Shoot, I can't say I even really. The answer is going to then. shock you. This answer will shock you. Doctors hate this. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> it was Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, it was. <laughs> McAllister's legend. Charlotte Hornets Yo, player at one point. Is he point. on a roster? Is he still playing? He was in Phoenix for a while, but he might be done now. Dang. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Wow. Final four was Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State, Wisconsin. Duke right. won the natty. That was the year that they used the uh, shut up and dance with me oh, for March Madness. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, was that bad. song is ass. Yeah, I don't want to think about Respectfully, that. Respectfully. Hey, uh, what's the, walk the moon if you're listening. All disrespect intended, baby. <laughs> Terrible song. You ruined college basketball for that year. You ruined college basketball. You ruined ruined like high school prom for us too. Yeah. That was bad. That was supposed to be the song that I had like a very like heartfelt moment to with with, uh, my then girlfriend. But all I could think about was hooping. Couldn't even focus. So don't you dare look back. (laughs) Keep your your eyes eyes on me. (laughs) I said you're holding back. From downtown. (laughs) with me. Speaking of bang. App State basketball. We played oh, okay, cool. Coastal Carolina and Georgia State last week. Played Georgia State on. That was kind of weird. We played on Wednesday and then we played on Saturday. I think we were only Sun Belt team. College basketball as a whole feels like there's just like no uniform anymore. It's like everybody's yeah. playing on Tuesdays. Usually, and... It feels Thursday and Saturday, but for some reason they played on Wednesday. Um, yeah, Georgia State traditionally uh, as kind of as close as a blue blood program you could have in the Sun Belt. Right. Um, 
really good game. Honestly, Georgia State fought back. Uh, there were several times where I felt like we could have pulled away. We were up, you know, eight or ten, and they brought it back. I think they never led. I think they tied a few times, but they never led. Um, so that was a good game. I thought that was a good test at home. Uh, a team that just didn't go away. You know, even though we were, uh, for all intents and purposes, the better team, they were still fighting the whole time and never gave us a chance to just like put in the fellas and, and kind of go into garbage time. We were basically playing the entire game. And that's, you, you touched on it there. That's an impressive stat kind of for the, those two games. There were no lead changes at all in either the Georgia State game or the Coastal game. Oh, really? We led for the entire game both times. Both of them? Yes. Wow. Now, um, I wonder if what kind of research would I have to take to know when we last did that against D1 teams? Against high... I don't know if we have the facilities. I don't. No. That's for sure. No. Hey, hey, you're all... Hey, you're all editor. Hey, you're all editor. Yeah. All right. Write that down. Thank you, person. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So not not giving not uh trailing at any point in either of those games is a big deal. It's a bigger deal for Georgia State because they're a be- much better team. Coastal we beat by like 20, 30. I don't know what the final score was. It was uh, 88-59, so just shy of 30. Yeah, just yeah. shy. Uh but our, our team is just looking better and better each week, which um I feel like we're not used to. No. I, I feel I, like we have we have peaks and valleys throughout mm-hmm. the season. I am positive we will reach a valley at some point. We will probably have a road trip where we lose both games. That is just Sunbelt basketball, and that is App State basketball. Right? right. Even though we're good right now, we still have to remember we are still we don't have a tradition of success. I mean, think back to the the 21 season where we made the tournament. I mean, yeah. there were deep valleys in that oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Um, especially when we kind of got to this you know part of conference play where we like dropped two or three games in a row. Yeah. Um, but it, it is weird, like you said. We It does feel like every game it's a little bit better and a little bit better. It feels like the chemistry of this team oh, yeah. gets better every single game. Yeah, I think um, the hype that Trayvon Spillers is getting right now, which is well-deserved, even Absolutely. if you just look at stats. If you don't watch, if you just look at numbers, it's deserved. But a lot of this is that chemistry that he's built with the rest of the players we saw it against Coastal, the the two back-to-back plays, like copy-paste plays, him and Donnie. Donnie, I think two turnovers, I think a block or maybe a steal. And then, like, Hail Mary's down the court. Spillers catches it, no dribble dunks. Back-to-back, literally copy and paste. Uh, and then, like, even, the, I, I told you right before we started recording, I'm pretty sure the first four, three or four baskets of the second half were Spillers. Like, it was just him. Like, he put up, like, six or eight points totally on his own so he is really coming to his own as a leader on the team uh not just in like productivity but just overall chemistry but still people have been there the the donovans the the cjs i feel like x has been looking better too yep he's been putting up more points which is great he's he's already been pretty reliable on defense and now it seems like he's scoring a little bit more more assists and more points one thing that jumps out to me stat wise looking at that coastal carolina game that you'd love to see all five starters in the plus minus category were 20 plus yeah that's like I don't know if we've ever had that. That's just a crazy <laughs> stat in general. Just yeah. like we outscored them by over 20, regardless of what combination of stars yeah. were in there. But those combination. 
Don, Justin, Spillers, X, and Terrence. Like, it's pretty clear that that's the starting lineup group for a reason. Yeah. They're very balanced together. I think you said it, like, not to be cliche, like, X is the X factor there. Oh, Um, He just provides a level of defense and intensity that I think really pairs well with Terrence. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, that's just awesome to see. And uh, not to overlook our bench. Right. I mean, the bench play has been insane this year. I mean, having Miles and CJ both on your bench, who are both guys that could easily start any given game. Their talent level, is they are both starters. But just with the chemistry and the way this team is built right now. And you only have five spots. Right. Like, if you could fit 10 in a starting lineup, they'd be in there. Absolutely. So I feel like that's something that basketball fans have been yearning for for years is that true depth. Absolutely. Usually I'd say we are seven deep, maybe eight on a good day. I mean, th- think about the NCAA tournament run. Oh, we yeah. were like five and a half, five and a half after yeah. that first game. There. Yeah. With JLJ's injury. Right. Once he went down, it was a five person team. And pretty then much Xavion went in a couple times and you held your breath. Yeah, pretty much. Now we are consistently nine deep. Right. Like, and, like, everyone's horse. Obviously, you don't hope anybody has injury problems, whatever. But I feel good if someone was to get injured. Right. We got a backup at, you know, forward, center, and guard yeah. that I feel good about. Yeah, Parker's saying if someone snaps their leg Kevin Ware style, he's going to jump in Jubilee. I didn't say that. He just said it. Editor. I mean, a lot of notes for the editor today. It's not like, you know, the good old, they're not the good old days, the bad old days. <laughs> We're like, someone got hurt, and then you're looking at, like, George of the Jungle. Yeah, some dude comes bit. off the, the bench, you're like, who the hell is this? Right. Like, <laughs> this guy who looks like me is now taking <laughs> taking jump shots. Like, <laughs> so, uh, we have to give props to the Kearns for the development of the guys that have been here. People like Mantis and Terrence that are in their third year. But also the recruiting of these transfers. Spillers, Miles Tate um and the recruiting that we have right now just the, the offers mm-hmm. that we're, we're already seeing some uh, some people committing that staff is doing a phenomenal job of building a program beyond this year and it's not even just i think the the talent i mean the, this group obviously has that we've missed in years past it's the chemistry between yeah. all of them they have done an excellent job of putting together players that highlight each other's best strengths oh yeah everybody's put in a uh, position to succeed. And it's really awesome to see. No one really has to play the hero anymore. We were, we, you know, talked about it going into the season about how much of the offensive workload was going to have to run through Donovan Gregory. Right. And how like Donovan was going to have to take over games and stuff. And we really haven't he hasn't had no. to see that. There's, there's never been, been, been a need for it. There's been moments like, you know, he took late over in the South Alabama game. He definitely and, did. And Oregon state and Oregon he state took over he big time. And it's good to know that you have someone who has the ability to do that, but you're not asking him to do that right. on any given night. Right. It's like uh, it's like those kids on TikTok that are like, you don't want to get me angry. You don't want to see my ultimate form. Right. That's Donovan Gregory. That's Donovan Gregory. Yeah. Right. He's <laughs> he not, turns into a wolf. Yeah, he's not <laughs> having to shoot, you know, nine floaters at the end of the game. The visual of Donovan Gregory doing one of those, like, I have a wolf spirit inside me type of TikTok. Can we AI generate that? What's the ethics on that? Is that an the, NIL the, the, valuation? Uh, probably. 
I mean, it's just a. Why would you want to bring that upon the world violation? <laughs> to threaten and, and, and strike fear into our opponents. Especially when it comes tourney time. Hmm. We got to do what it takes, hmm. right? The team's going to play on the court. We have to play the mind games as fans. So if anyone's real good at AI, holler at us. We've got some prompts for you to run through <laughs> the mid journey or whatever, mid summer night's dream, whatever the whatever shit's called. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the crowd on Saturday as well. Um, still the, the feared storm. Yes, still very jealous of all the videos I'm seeing of Boone. Uh, the, they got a fuck ton of snow, cubic fuck ton. I'm super jealous of it. Uh, but I think the the official attendance was over three thousand on Saturday. And um, that I mean, people were snowed in, ice on the roads, right? And people still pulled up, especially students. That's something that we have always talked about. Like, I remember sitting in our apartment and, and dorm rooms talking about this, of there being, like, snow and ice outside and everyone still going to the game. Right. right. Like, because it's, it's indoors. It's fun. It's Everything's more fun uh, on a snow day. Absolutely. It's just, oh, my God, it's snowing. The adventure of making it. Trek, to, yeah, you, making the trek. Right. Like, walking through the cold, it's just more fun. Yeah. After you've done that. Yeah. And now, yeah, after a win, then you go back out to the freezing cold. It's dark. You see the streetlights, the orange glow on the snow. Oh, it's like a movie, bro. That's stuff we dreamed about. Nah, it's stuff we lived through, bro. I mean, yeah, but like no one was there to see us live through it. <laughs> there were no there witnesses. Were, there were several. There were a couple <laughs> witnesses. Drunk Yosef saw it. <laughs> but this time there were masses. Hundreds. Dare I say I won't say thousands of students. Hundreds of students were there to witness this. I mean, it, it is impressive to with how bad the weather was that attendance was better on Saturday versus Coastal than it was earlier in the week for Shorter State. Yeah. Yeah. By over 500. Speaking of attendance, so this upcoming week, we have a big uh, rivalry game, Georgia Southern. Hashtag fail Southern. Shout out Tyler Bass and shout out Sam Martin for that hold last <laughs> night. Marvelous stuff. Blackout, I believe, against Georgia Southern. Yep. Um, attendance should be pretty good for that. I think students get the memo that basketball is fun now and that basketball is good. Yep. Um, but Saturday is against JMU, night game, 6 p.m., Saturday, 6 p.m., on ESPN2. This is the second time this season, and I think ever, that we've been on national TV. At national home. TV. Maybe, I think that... Didn't we like host Chapel Hill the first game in the home center? Was that on TV? Yeah, I don't know. That shit don't count. That was in like the year 2000. There that was, shit there, don't count. There were like four channels yeah. back then. The modern, that was BC. We're talking AD. Yep. AD, the second time ever that we're on national television against JMU, second best team in the conference. Uh, the net rankings said they're better, but whatever. We don't care. Hmm. Uh, hmm. The uh, athletic department just made a graphic that there's 1,200 tickets left uh, as of today. So I think, even though the name isn't as big as Auburn, the fact that this is on a Saturday, I think, right. could help. We could get a sellout. Now, you mentioned this. I don't want us to say sellout, and then we have a whole section empty again. Right. We, we said sellout versus Auburn. It was very clearly not like 80% sellout. capacity. And I wonder if that is, if they're just reserving, you know, 4,000 GA seats for students, and that's what kind of that overflow section was. Um, but that's just a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. 
That, that was kind of lame. <laughs> it's, it's sellouts to me. I, I should not see like sections yeah. open. Like it's different if there's like spots in the crowd or whatever. Yeah. But like there were sections missing. Of and the not to get game. greedy because since we w- went from having 50 people in there to having Auburn in a packed arena. But, you know, I went there. I, I wanted to see every single seat filled. Right. And like, seeing that whole section, I think it was the south side of the arena. Wherever the wine and cheese Just, section is at. Yeah. The wine and cheese upper deck. Which is empty. Like, empty right like i i think what we've done with that section is strange i hate the pipe and drape back there i hate the like yeah. choir risers that there's stuff on like it's like we yeah yeah we've it kind of experimented with it we just haven't found the thing right that works i think there's yet. way to to do hospitality and there's not a lot of flexibility i guess inside of the home center yeah but it, i i don't know i think it's an eyesore yeah um and it takes away, I feel like, from an area that you could put students in front of. Like, how great would it be if we could somehow get to a, a, a position where we could put students on both Two sides of the baskets? Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome. So that, you know, in the first half when they're shooting free throws, they're still shooting at students right. as opposed to, like, I don't know, somebody We need, like, a damn popcorn. Elite Eight run to do that. <laughs> <laughs> two um, two right. student sections <laughs> uh, like in back-to-back years i and think I, and i think for <laughs> us too just coming from you know dreaming of a sold-out home center for years when we say sell out like we have a vision in our head of we like there's it. a right. body in every seat like yeah. like a, at football i mean oh we yeah don't, we don't call sellouts at football when it's like uh, not when it's like 80 percent capacity right it it means it's sold out. There it means are, you like, cannot purchase. You cannot purchase a ticket. Yeah, we are. You know, when we report to the Sun Belt that we're at a hundred and one percent capacity. Yeah, that is that's that's a sellout. Right. Um, and I understand we're not. I, I, I'm I'm not saying that the ticket office is lying. No, and you know, but for, there's mechanisms in place to make sure these are actually going to people and they're being used. Right. I I do. Yeah, you do have to wonder if there was like a. a ticket scalp bot that purchased excess tickets for that auburn game and then also you have you know people that wrongly chose to not attend the auburn game to instead go to the sunbelt championship game at troy yeah i would agree i i I did see some people online that said that they had auburn tickets but they weren't going to go they were going to go to the the game at troy if you could pick one of the two i think the auburn game was a clear better option not only was it a boon but it's a it's like a once in a lifetime thing it is a transformational moment of watching a program that historically hasn't had success beat you know a program now auburn is they're uh, number eight in the country right ladies and gentlemen we beat a top 10 team at home they could like they could be a one seed depending on how they finish the season if they if they keep on the role that they're on right now and they win the sec especially with how much kind of change is happening at the top mm-hmm. end of of the ap25 right now I oh mean, yeah yeah a lot of movement uh, well, a lot of top guys. teams keep losing so yeah. i mean you know who doesn't I, keep losing auburn oh well, app state us I was gonna say. us <laughs> and auburn which help each other then you know honestly yeah because the more the better we do that loss for auburn right. stays as a nice quality right. loss nice against quad a Q1. one loss sure yeah, on the take road that. sure a road q1 loss yeah. you take that yeah. as a top team hey what are you gonna do it happens right yeah. right <laughs> uh no i definitely think that uh, if 
presented of the two options, I, I definitely would take being in, in the home center, yeah. regardless of who that matchup is in the Sunbelt Championship yeah. game. Students uh, listening, if you guys can coordinate a guerrilla warfare secret campaign to smuggle in black and gold streamers to the JMU game and pass them out through the student section, so after the dub, you can throw the streamers onto the court, that'd be great. That'd be great. I am endorsing this idea. I'm just putting that out there. Interesting. So then, if you don't know, that is JMU's tradition. They throw streamers. They do that after every game? I believe so. I don't know if it's just a football thing. I don't I don't give a fuck. Respectfully. Uh, it's our thing now, because they're a little brother. We got to get a little brother chant going at some point. Yeah. That'd be big. We have to win, of course. If we could get an edit <laughs> of their mascot, but instead of being like... The, Pajamas? S- the size that he is as a car wash salesman. Uh, if he, as a he, who? He looks like a car wash mascot. Yeah. Wow. He looks like he is like a gas station or something. Right. It's so generic like looking. Sit, like Sam's Mark. Could we get like a scrappy do sized edit? Like heads oh. the same exact size, crown. Yes. But, but just, just a stubby little scrappy body. Oh, here is. Oh my God. Okay. I am. Whoever makes this, you have to give me credit. It doesn't even have to be financial. I'd like that, but it doesn't have to be. Here's what I've got. You're listening, Parker? I'm cooking. Oh, yeah. And this idea is sponsored by Cannabuzz. Go to getcannabuzz.com <laughs> slash TGR or use code TGR for 25% off at checkout. Now, let me tell you the idea. Quick little endorsement there. Yeah, this goes seamless. They'll never know. Yosef. Okay. With his hand out. And oh, Melvin, not Melvin. Melvin, Melvin Duke's the guy. <laughs> Melvin Duke's the guy in this live action. Melvin Duke. Did you mean Melvin Duke? No, Scrappy Doo. Yosef with his hand out and Scrappy Doo like marching towards him, but it's JMU's yeah, mascot. Yeah. Scrappy Doo size. I see it. I see did it. Did you say Melvin Doo as well? I think you did. I said Melvin Doo. No, I said Melvin Doo after you said Melvin Doo, but no, I no, said no, no, Scrappy. No, no, I think you said. Editor. <laughs> I, I'll pause it right now and we can go back. All right, time out on the field. This What Really Happened replay is brought to you by Canna Buzzed. Hmm. Well, do you want to tell the people uh, listening what so they don't have to rewind? Parker was right. So that's the idea that I have for the graphic. Uh, is Yosef for holding out his hand and, against uh, who? Scrappy do. And who said that? I did just now. Uh, and, and, <laughs> but who, who brought this beloved Hanna Barbera character correctly? You did. Thank you. You did. Thank you. I said Melvin Doop. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I'm glad the listeners at home know. For those unaware, the live action Scooby-Doo movie that takes oh. place on Spooky Island, there's a quick, quick throwaway gag. Blink and you'll miss it. Where a guy gets on the phone and yells out, yeah, I got a call for a do. And this guy goes, uh, Melvin do? I said, no, Scrap or Scooby-Doo. And then, that, and then he recon- it comes back. So that's where it comes from. But is a human and would never be yes, mistaken no. for Scrappy. I would like to see this graphic, though, of a small Melvin Dew person being uh, Heisman by Yosef. <laughs> a small Melvin Dew person. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, we please do whatever you can to... Yeah, any, just, variety, any of the dudes. Right. Any, any of the dudes. Macadoos. Macadoos. You can throw him in there. Just to be there. Just to be there. Can we get some AI art of the Macadoos logo? Doing stuff. <laughs> just having a night. Walking around town. Just go to Chep GPT and be like, hi, can Grocery you show shopping. Me? 
going to the library. What if I asked ChatGPT to write like a 10 novel series that oh God. is like high fantasy, but it stars the McAdoo's mascot? But is he a human or is it just like a flat Stanley thing? Like it's him from the logo, like actually from the logo. I would prefer him to be from the logo, like an apparition of sorts. Okay. Wow. 10 novels, huh? 10. Hmm. That's a lot of content there. Yeah. Our eight-year-old editor will read all of it. Proofread. They they love high fantasy novels involving uh, yes. restaurant masks. And they love reading at, a, at an adult level. Yeah. An eight-year-old. Very talented. They are phenomenal. That, hey, that's why they're on, well, not payroll. That's why they're on the staff. Staff is ambiguous. Yeah, right? staff doesn't imply a level of compensation. That's why they're an associate. Yeah. 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 So we need streamers for the JMU game, a little brother chant, and uh, Scrappy-Doo uh, artwork. Yeah. So whoever wants to take that up, go ahead. Don't all claim dibs at the same time. Organize, strategize. Right. Delegate. Happen. Right, delegate. And if we could have this at the game, if someone can, you know, chop, chop, like get this put together. Yeah. Get it, this artwork at the and game. And make sure that it's high quality too. I mean, you don't want to look. I don't want no bullshit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, I don't right, know. Right. And I'll be at the game. I'll be at the JMU game. So if I see some bullshit, well, I must, I'm going to shoot a spitball at it from my seat. I'm going I'm to spitball Melvin. Scrappy do. <laughs> I don't know how you keep doing that. Because I reference Melvin do more than Scrappy do. Okay. That's... Anything else App State sports related we should talk about? Uh, Window World is sponsoring the game for JMU. Damn. Yeah. Window World is making money hand over fist with you, that deal. You will be at the Window World game. Do you think they'll install like a skylight in Holmes for the For deal? the one game and then take it out? Yeah. And weld it back up? Yeah. Yes, for probably. The sponsorship. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um. But seriously, the, it's very important game. It's our last quad one game yeah. left remaining on our yeah, schedule. Yeah, let's, let's get serious. Let's, let's, let's get, get serious. serious. Yeah. Um, so really, like, the best thing we can do, you know, if you're worried about net ranking and postseason seating, whatever, beat James Madison this weekend, mm-hmm. handle business the rest of conference play, and then hope JMU just has a wonderful time yes. being After Saturday, else. we are all JMU fans. Yep. We need JMU to stay as high win, as win, possible. Win. Right. We want them to be like the two seed in the tournament. Absolutely. Because that would also put JMU on the opposite side of the bracket as yes. us too, which is was, another lovely thing. I was looking at the bracket. The nightmare scenario is Troy being the four seed. I'm pretty yes, sure that we play them. Um, if we were the one, they're the yeah. four, and then we're in the same part of the we're bracket. same part of the bracket. They, do we? If we're the one, do we get a buy until that game? We get like they play. We four get five. two buys because now hey, two buys, baby. <laughs> bye 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 bye. What could be better? Yes, we get two by two two game two. We're not we're not used to we looking skip. at the Sun Belt tournament and thinking about because being, of the additions. By. There's now like I think like two opening opening games. So I think so. Yeah, we get technically two. The round four buys. seed will have to have played a game by the time they play us. We both oh, would have because I wow. think we would Top play four them. Seeds get double buys. I think we would play them in the Semis? final four. Yeah. I mean, it's a double buy in the sense that we're not the 14 and 13 seed. Like, it's, you know. It's almost like it's like uh, 
It's like the the, the first four. four. Yeah, right. It's like you're playing to get into the tournament. Right, not a full round. Yeah. Um, I I kind of wish Troy would just somehow not show up. Like their bus yes. breaks down and like they can't come and they yes. forfeit. Yes. I also go back and forth on how I feel about every team being part of the tournament. It is a little like, I mean, again, you look at the bottom end of the tournament here. You look at, or, you know, ULM and Coastal and Southern, like, no one gets anything by beating them. Yeah. No one gets anything by beating them, and it would be almost weirdly a disservice to the conference if they, like, somehow won it yeah, all. Yeah, that, that's my thought, too. Like, on one hand, since we were super bad, yeah, like, it's nice to know the the... We always talk about the benefit of college basketball is every single team has the same chance to make the tournament. Right. All you have to do is win your conference, right? That could be hard or easy. Either way, you know there's no committee, really. You just win the conference you're in. But on the other hand, if you're a four-win Detroit Mercy and you've played 42 road games, like, do you deserve to take a spot? Right. You know? Even right. you're going to be in the first four. I get that. But still... Like, you're taking that from any other team. Like, even if you upset a team, like a 20-30 win team in your conference. Right. I, I'm, I'm very mixed on that. I am, too. Um, it, it obviously doesn't help your conference really progress in, in right. trying to label itself as a better basketball conference. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's a mixed bag. A lot of conferences don't auto-make everybody. You know, I guess in a perfect world, I would say, like, if we have like a first four round right now, why don't we just say like y'all just weren't good enough? Yeah, and yeah. like two two people sit at home. That's what they used to do, right? Plays. I think so. I think it used to be that like if you were the thirteen or fourteen, yeah, like you couldn't make because the summer tournament play. has honestly changed quite a bit, right? Uh, just in the last ten years, because even when we had like Arlington and Little Rock, I think there was a cutoff. I think yeah, but for a while they were playing games on campus. Which is cool. I think campus tournament games are awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think there was a cutoff where if you weren't maybe eight and above, you didn't like you weren't even in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, which is maybe good just to save everyone the hassle. Right. No chance of injury. Like you don't play that extra game. The school doesn't pay money to travel and get their ass kicked. You know. Right. There. I, I see arguments on both sides. So I, hey, find people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Many are saying this. <laughs> Anything else tonight, Will? No, I'm just super, super excited for App Basketball. I'm glad that the hype is tangible. We're seeing people get involved and get active, get excited about App State Basketball, which we've been trying to make happen for years, and I'm so glad that it's happening because the team is super good. Players are doing great. Staff is doing great. Um, and I'm really excited to be there against JMU. I hope that's actually a sellout. I hope it's packed and uh yeah i hope i hope boone is buzzing i hope there's a little snow on the ground just a little a little dust no i actually call them they're cleaning all of it up and making sure it is green when you get there oh they're gonna be spray painting grass it's it they they know goodness gracious okay i know know. well anything else you want to say perhaps about a sponsor well uh (laughs) Yeah, if uh, App Basketball doesn't happen to have a great weekend here, Uh-oh. to cheer you up, mm. our sponsors at Cannabuzzed <laughs> have you covered. That's right. If you go to getcannabuzzed.com backslash TGR, 
or use code TGR, you get 25% off your What percent? Order. 25 25%. 25%. 25%. That's a really good deal. That's a quarter of your, your subtotal. 25%. <laughs> That's unbelievable math. Wow. Um, yeah, for Delta 8, Delta 9, edibles, vapes, and more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, be sure to check out getcannabuzzed.com backslash TGR. We are very thankful for Cannabuzzed. Join the podcast here on our 69th episode. I just put my hands together in, in prayer, but you, you guys can't did. see it. Yeah. Inshallah. <laughs> yeah. In, inshallah. Cannabis. Get cannabis. TGR. Happy 69th episode for the Gold Room. Thanks for listening.